Carla. And I'm Sarah. Welcome to Creative Reboot. So, it's our first episode of 2021, which is... Wee! It's, it's exciting. It's I feel like I need a little, little party weird. popper there, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they're a bit thin on the ground. I don't suppose mm, many people have true. used party poppers this year. But no. anyway, um, new year, new start. So 2021 has not been quite as anyone expected or hoped, but it is a new year. It is. And so we thought that to start, to kickstart season two, uh, we would settle ourselves back into recording and back into podcasting and, and talking to you guys by casting our minds back a little bit through our time in our business, through starting and running uh, this podcast mm-hmm. and the fucking pandemic because we probably can't probably can't cast our minds back over the last twelve months without without mentioning, mentioning it. Yeah, I mean, we're probably not ever going to be able to talk it's, about anything without it's mentioning the, um, it. It's the Voldemort of you know world history. It really, is the isn't Voldemort it? of world history. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Um, And we also realised, so during um, one of our last um, chats, I can't remember if it was actually a podcast episode or we were just gossiping, but we realised that we are actually, we're both at similar stages of our businesses, that's Mm. not a surprise, Mm -hmm. Um, but we realised that we are not startups anymore. We are um, still early stage businesses, but we are established and we're growing and we're doing our thing and I think we've both started to believe in ourselves a bit more, in ourselves, (laughs) not on ourselves. Um, and it's very exciting and it's a bit scary and it's quite nice to talk about that. Like it feels like a big milestone moment that crept up on us somewhat. What Absolutely. do you reckon? Absolutely. But can we also just mention before we get started that because one of the things that we wrote down in our little note was also it's our friendversary as well, Carla. <gasps> yes, it is our friendversary. So <laughs> totally it's off five, topic. Six, five, six, well, I think we decided it was years, five years. years. Yeah, it took Did us a while. Did we say five years? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's a good friendship when you can't remember how long you've been friends. <laughs> it feels like, and it's we been don't forever. even drink. I don't think we've ever drunk together, so we can't even blame alcohol. Have we ever drunk together? No, no, we've eaten. I haven't drunk for the majority of our friendship, so I don't. We've eaten we've lots of together. chocolate cake and things like that. Also, together. we always had like an hour's drive to get to each other, so we that. probably wouldn't have done, would we? That so yeah, but yeah, true. so happy friendversary, happy and I think it's very important to celebrate friendversaries. Yes. Um, actually, I'm going to take the opportunity to say, in um, yesterday, in fact, if if this is released when we plan to, yesterday was my seventh single versary, so. <laughs> February is all about the um all about all the about anniversaries definitely yeah fabulous definitely. fantastic so yeah so we kind of thought we would look back first of all rather than trying to cast our minds all the way back because you know even though we are, our businesses are both still quite new I think our experience and our creative stuff goes back a, a, a lot further doesn't it than than the beginning of our of our businesses as it were so we thought we'd start back first of all with the with the last 12 months and i've also just suddenly thought in the in the the whole line of voldemort of um of um world history we should also call it the year that must not be named or something like oh yes oh in fact um somebody actually texted me earlier today and said oh i'm going to see such and such a person for business but she's nervous of you know what (laughs) oh no we literally are living in harry potter now it is it is definitely so yeah so let's look let's look back at the last 12 months carla where where do you want to start Oh my goodness, where do you start? Well, I think the very first thing that I would like to um, to pick up on, remember and celebrate is that I think the reason that we're having some success now is because of the 10 years of experience that we both have mm-hmm. in our different things. Um, so point. several people have said to me, oh, I can't believe you've managed to get your business going so quickly. Oh, with the chocolate, <laughs> I can't believe you managed to do that so fast. You know, it's amazing. It's like an overnight success. And I'm a bit like, mm-hmm. 
And I try not to pop their bubble because it comes from a really good place. It does. Um, but I'm not an overnight success. I am a 10 years in the making success and I'm not there yet. I'm just getting there a bit quicker now than I was 10 years ago. Can I also point out, though, that we are not alone in that? But Because no, I definitely think you'll not. find pretty definitely much not. everyone that we, look, that we look up to and think, oh, my God, you know, you got so, you, you not rose to fame. That's the right, you know, but your business... No, but when your business, yeah, I think so you don't quickly. have to be famous to make it. I think it's just when you feel like things are. I mean, don't get me wrong, things still are tough occasionally. Mm. Well, quite often, but I think the there's a mindset shift or something. Yes. I don't know, but I think that comes with experience. You know, success in a new business. So tempered is a new business for me, and success is coming from the fact that I mean, don't get me wrong, we're still not in profit because that takes time. Yeah, and we're absolutely. Four month, three and a half months old at the time exactly. of release of this, but we have actually sold some chocolate, which, you know, is good going. More than um, you expected is, to, can we just A little say? bit more than we expected to, yeah. <laughs> but we we realise that it's our combined experience yes. that has got us there, not that we just woke up one day and started it on a whim. Yeah. And I think that's really important. That's probably important to point out that that's, that's just not how business works, is it? No, definitely not. You definitely look at not. anyone that you um, look up to and you probably delve back into their history and find, oh, do you know, they've probably had either several failed businesses behind them or they've had years of it being a side hustle or they've or just like or, yeah tried yeah. stuff and yeah. actually for both of us as ever we're kind of like slightly backwards but my photography business is more successful because of my jewelry my web design my writing blogging mm. beforehand your copywriting business is more successful than your photography business was at the same time in yes. its development oh god because yeah. you have the experience of having run a business or like i think you we have to you have to and we always forget that i always forget that i have a terrible habit of saying oh but I've been doing this X amount of time. Why haven't I got to this point yet? And if I'm doing it, other people will be doing it. Mm. So I think well, it's, it's a really good thing to start to pick up on. Yeah, and I think that's probably actually, as far as I'm concerned, that's a good comparison for me to make because I think pre-12 months ago, any business, any, the photography business that I had beforehand or, or whatever, I didn't treat it as a business. I treated it as a hobby and a side hustle that made me a few extra quid, you know, for, for holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I went into... Um, this now, back you know, back in last January, in the mindset of this is a business now, I need to run this like a business. So there was that, and that is quite a big shift. mindset shift. Mm, that is a big mindset shift. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would also pick up on determination this last 12 months particularly has given me it's made me realize I'm more resilient than I ever thought I was and it's made me realize I have more knowledge than I ever gave myself credit for but more than anything else it seems to have reignited my determination which was flagging a little bit yeah in the early part of last year it was struggling I agree with that definitely and you know for me as well it's um even looking at because obviously I work with lots of other small businesses just like you do seeing their determination as well it's made me realize just mm-hmm. how um how bloody determined we all are actually just how bloody minded we are yeah exactly i was trying to yeah. think of the, of the of the phrase but i couldn't it wasn't coming I, to no me, i think but... we are i think we are and we're persistent and we're determined and we're going to make it happen but then interestingly then to to balance not balance that to go with that um I would say that coming close to losing my business Mm. through COVID, through the pandemic and through bookings being postponed and not being able to work and all of those delightful things 
has actually made me realize how much I value it yes. in a way that I'm not sure I truly appreciated for all that I love it and I it's the path I want to be on and it's you know my joy and my purpose and my passion and blah de blah those things are all true have always been true mm. but this year I think has really shown me exactly how much it's essential to me yes to to keep it going well that's actually um, that's quite interesting because isn't it one of the things they always say is you don't actually realize how much you appreciate something until it's gone so mm-hmm. that kind of threat of almost losing it really yeah um, and I think the, the way in which because I, I know something I don't want we maybe don't want to dwell too long on the pandemic we can't look back at the last 12 months without it can we it was pretty much the it be was, all it was of, well it's still year, it's still going it? yeah. I can't imagine by the time we release this it's going to be all over and done and dusted <laughs> oh, so you, let's come fingers crossed <sighs> fingers <everyone>. crossed <laughs> toes crossed <laughs> um but I, I think for me one of the things I I really struggled with in sort of March April 2020 on some level, like I've had businesses in the past that have failed. I've had businesses in the past that I have wound up because although they were financially successful, they were doing my head in. Mm. So I'm not I'm not unfamiliar with losing a business or closing a business or not having a business anymore that you used to. However, the thing I struggled with the most is that, which I'm sure, I, in fact, I know I've spoken to other business owners who have had this, this same issue and I'm sure you're probably similar, the pandemic took it away and there was nothing I could do about it. Mm. it I couldn't ascribe it to something that I'd done wrong that yep. I could learn from. I couldn't ascribe it to something that I'd done and I shouldn't have done. Mm. There was no cock up that I'd made. There was, was no one to apologise to. Hands, there was no it? mitigating. There was nothing I could do except watch it crumble. Yeah. And that was awful. But then actually that gave me that layer of grit that I didn't know I had. That was like, oh, actually, I'm not going to let it go. I can't let it go. Yeah. That, that's not, that, excuse me, that's not optional. Mm. Um, and so then I started to scrabble my way back and then actually now I'm doing better than I was, which is not what I expected at all. Well, that's, that's so... the thing, isn't it? It kind of helps you to, to realise, well, not realise, but to, to to put your mind to, OK, how can I make this work? What's, you know, what yeah. do I have to do to make this work? And, and I, I think you don't tend to have that thought for yourself unless it's something that you really want to fight for is it so yeah. and yeah. i guess i guess unless we're pushed to it so mm. i think probably I'm, I'm assuming other people will have had similar feelings this year um and there are some industries i know which are still not really started up properly uh, mine is on pause again um as we record um but i feel like maybe we've maybe it's made i think in the same way that lots of people said oh and i've reassessed friendships and relationships and that kind of stuff i think on the business and creative side of things i know quite a few people who have said actually this year has given me a chance to realize what i really value Mm. i'm going back to college to study painting or i am going to take a day a month to go and rock climb or whatever it is they they really want to do that they kind of haven't done yeah and i think in business it's that same thing isn't it it's it's showed us what we we knew what we we knew what we loved we knew what was important but it seems to have i don't know it's like it's almost a bit more sharply yeah hyper focused um certainly me on 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 what i want to be really concentrating on this year and and it turns Um, out though some of the those things are not the things that I were expect. I was it. I were expecting. Yeah. I was expecting. Goodness gracious, Sarah! Come on, words girl. <laughs> <laughs> we're both words girls. It's hideous, honestly. Um, no, yeah, no, well, we did. That's right. That's the first instant of card. Can't words for shit in twenty twenty. Hurrah! Hashtag. Um, hashtag. <laughs> so I feel. Yeah, I, I wonder as well whether it it because I mean I don't. Again, I I can only comment on my own experience mm. really, but I've definitely heard reflections and echoes of this in the conversations I've been having that it's also taken away a lot of the fluff 
So I am as guilty, probably more guilty than most because I'm freaking queen of procrastination. But (laughs) I have spent, I used to spend a lot of time doing busy work that was in my business. Mm. And I was working in my business and on my business, but wasn't actually necessarily pushing it forward as much as I probably could have been. And sometimes I would get very bogged down in small things like scheduling 30 social media posts which brought me no clients yeah. but I, I would spend four days doing that because that felt important and also crying and, over that Carla let's and also it. crying over that yes it does bring me to tears <laughs> the two things in my business that make me cry are social media and accounts I'm just putting it out there <laughs> if um, anyone wants to come and help Carla sort if, those out if anyone wants to just take it away from me that'd be lovely <laughs> Um, I'll swap. There's some stuff I'll take off other people. Oh, I'll have there you swap. go. Anyway, but I feel I don't know. I mean, is this just me or is this similar? I, I feel like it's cut a lot of the fluff out. Yeah. Um, because I've had to do. I've had to do in order to survive. I've had to do the stuff that brings the money, not the fluffy stuff. Yes. Well, my mine's probably yeah in a similar vein to that. Right towards the end of last year, I read a book called The Company of One by a guy called Paul Jarvis. Ooh. And oh, I love Paul Jarvis. I've never, I've never read. I've come across the book though. Uh, I didn't even realise as well. He he lives in BC. He's literally just down. Well, he lives on Vancouver Island, but let's let's. Okay. Um, local. He's basically, he's, basically he's a local. Next yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, you know, Prince Harry was for a little while too, but just throwing that one out there. Uh, and what was I saying? Yes, this company of one book, and he talked about. <laughs> she how, got there eventually. He talked about how um, it was. It was about the process of uh, wanting to. Not grow, not uh, grow your business, but not necessarily scale it. So you didn't want to necessarily get more, you know, employees in and get more clients in, and you know, to to grow your business and make it bigger and bigger. But it was about figuring out how to make how to work smarter, not harder. So, yep. um, actually, to the point where he he said in the book himself that he now works. I can't remember what it was, but it was something like ridiculous, like four days a week for three hours a day or something, and then he spends two or three months going off surfing and traveling the world and and i thought do you know what actually that's much more important to me whereas over the last year i've been obviously trying to grow my business and get more clients and because that's what i thought you did with a business i'm now realizing that yes i want my business to grow but not to the point where i'm having to employ other people i don't want a big team of people i just want to be i would like i would definitely like some people who could take things like accounts and social media absolutely but yes but i you're right i'm exactly the same i've never wanted to run an empire i want Mm. to run something that works for my i want my business to work for my life not spend my life working for my business exactly and that's one of the main reasons for me that I gave up a day job because the day job inevitably takes over most of your life mm. because if it's full time it's five days a week and then you get Sunday dread and then I mean this is my experience I know that's yep. not for everybody yep. but yeah oh I know so, that feeling well it was never said never never Sunday so actually you got maybe like shift, but yeah 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 <laughs> but but similar thing yeah so it means you get maybe like I don't know 12 waking hours a week where you're not thinking about work mm. and that's not great no. is it really no. so um yeah, so I think this is this is good. So so we've we've come on in our mindsets as well as in yeah. our actual where we are in our businesses, which is Usually, amazing. Usually, I think so. Um, and I think actually, if we go back a little bit further than the mm. last 12, 12 months, sorry, I've got terrible hiccups. Um, I think maybe there's there's a lot there's a lot there. Um, oh my god! Sort of... How far are we going back? Carla? <laughs> How far back are we going? I don't know. Well, let's let's go let's um, go this way. I I set up my photography business officially in 2012 before that i was just a gainfully employed trainee paramedic and had no aspirations to run a business whatsoever so okay i mean you can go beyond that from the from the creative side but 
no no i'll balance you because i started my first business in 2009 mm-hmm. but then i got the stupid london job um which meant that i mean the job was a job but the stupid commute was <laughs> problematic <laughs> in actually doing anything else in my life Excellent. other than going to work and getting to work and getting home from work and i gave that up and moved to essex in no that's not a lie i was already living in essex i moved to the uni ah which was my last day job in and it was crucially it was a mile away so I could walk it in 2012 so and that I think for me is when I started taking my businesses more seriously because okay. I had some time to think that wasn't stuck on a train yeah so let's go back to 2012 because yes. that feels like a nice a nice chunk of t- like a nice and I, I would say actually because by that time I had the website beautician but I closed the jewelry I think and then that was I would say the website beautician was probably the first proper business. When I say proper business, like actually functioned like a business. You called it a business. <laughs> called it a bi- No, I called Ducking Fabulous a business, but then like people just used to snigger over the name. So <laughs> Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what what's different for you now <gasps> what, than twenty twelve? I have to say what isn't different because that would be Well, <laughs> oh, this is kind of it. So you're not even in the same country. You're well, still married to Stu, that's a thing. Uh, like, we weren't married then. Oh, okay. No, so even that's different. We got married in 2013, so no, we weren't married. Oh, then. okay. Um, okay. God. So yeah, uh, when I started my business, and I'm using air quotes. Uh, oh my God! I don't really know where to start. Um, it's all different. It is. All it, well, yeah, yeah. What 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 hasn't changed? Put it that way. Um, I I'm just trying to. Re- I was I was literally a. A completely I had no knowledge of business at all is what I remember uh I had a laptop and a camera and I was one of those really I was one of those really annoying people that a lot of photographers didn't like because I was like oh hey I can take pictures and sell them for money you know so yeah sorry about that everyone um the only thing I remember doing being really aware of was oh you know taxes I have to pay taxes so I set myself up with HMRC um because I thought that was the done thing, only to find out afterwards that I'd set myself up before the end of the tax year, so then I then had to declare taxes for like six days <laughs> when I hadn't taken any money oh, in. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> the things you learn when you don't read properly. Um, I mean, they don't make it that easy, Oh, my to be God, fair, no, they so. really don't, absolutely. This was, this was pre Well, at least you didn't get laughed at. When I, set up, when I first set up with HMRC, I phoned them to say... Um, and I'm not quite sure of the timings and um, my experience is all with limited companies because dad had one, the friend of mine that had a business at that point had one. So I said, look, I think I need to be a sole trader. I'm not sure. And she was like, oh, how, how much, what's your turnover? And I was like, oh, 300 pounds or so. And she was like, no, 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 turnover, not profit. I was like, no, no, that is my turnover. And she laughed at me and I was like, and she said, well, is it really worth registering? And I was like, well, you said as soon as I start trading, I've got to register. I don't really want to register for 300 pounds, but maybe that's. And so we had a bit of a giggle and then I did register and it was fine. But um, yeah, you didn't get laughed at by HMRC. That's because I, I, I did have it not online, quite forgiven Carla. that. I didn't phone them up. Because that would have been more sensible. <laughs> repercussions. Yeah. Would, would have been less wounding to the heart. Oh, I'll be my honest, goodness. But... Yeah. But I mean, I, I went into it. I had no website. Obviously, social media wasn't even really that much of a thing back then. So certainly not for business anyway um i had a facebook certainly account. wasn't so stressful back then Good was no, it? no definitely no um yeah i had no idea about I, I had a blog i remember having a blog that's what that's that's in fact that's where i started out i had a blog in fact i think i stumbled across um some screenshots of that original blog the other day and was I love mortified <laughs> i both love and hate my first blog was called you wouldn't just put a hamster in your mouth would you and i just <laughs> why why? Because in 2004, the trend was to 
name your blog with quotes rather than I know where that quote came from as well. Oh, go on. It was from a reality show. Oh, have I not have I not told you about this? There was a reality show and I don't know what what it was. Maybe I'm a celebrity, something like oh, that. Oh god. And we were watching it at uni and um actually that's a lie, it wasn't my first blog, it was my first WordPress blog, I think. Anyway. And they'd put they had to, the challenge was they had to put tarantulas in their mouths, hold them there for like twelve seconds, and then let them come out. <laughs> I was literally hiding behind the sofa because the idea of someone opening their mouth and a tarantula coming out, like not why? Like, why would you want to do that? That's hideous. God alone only knows. But the way that I explained this nope to my housemates was, well, you wouldn't just put they're fluffy. You wouldn't put a hamster in your mouth, would you? That's a good and that point. became and I hadn't known my housemates very long at this. Uh, and, and they were just like Carla. That, that's a very Carla thing to say. <laughs> and so that's why I named the blog. Um, so. I think Mine yeah, was... it was a different world back then, wasn't it, in many ways? Oh, my God. Well, mine was obviously completely dull because it literally was Sarah Wait Photography. That's what it was. No, but you see, that's quite impressive because you actually put your name on it, whereas back then I didn't put my name on any bloody thing. Oh. So I'm really impressed. That's a good thing. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. I could... What about you? If you cast your mind back to 2012, what comes to comes to mind? It doesn't feel like that long ago when you say it. Doesn't it doesn't feel like that long ago, but it, it is quite a long time ago. Oh. I think the, the most the most entertaining thing that that I remember, I remember getting up because I at the time to go to London, um, for for the first half of twenty twelve, I had to be on the six oh eight train Ugh. out of Colchester. Well, that you know that as well is also hideous. <sighs> These days, I don't even know if there is is a six oh eight train anymore. But I I know I knew to the minute how long it would take me to get out the house, and I was always fucking late anyway. <laughs> but you know, I knew how long it was going to take me. Uh, to, and I lived in walking distance from the train station, and I then moved. Um, so I moved job and then shortly after that I moved house to the house I'm still in now actually I bought it for after a while and that's that's changed I'm a homeowner now which yeah, is terrifying wonderful wow. and I um I remember getting up because my body clock was still saying yeah you need to get up at six and there is you know when you're getting up at five to get ready there, that, that takes a while to to run away and so I would get up and I would make elaborate food in the morning so I would make a shepherd's pie and cook it <laughs> and then go to work or I would make a lasagna or a risotto oh my goodness various shit I'd make it like I literally was and, and my 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 um office mates thought it was hilarious thought I was some kind of chef person for a little while because I would have some elaborate food freshly cooked and they were like is this your hobby and I was like no I've just got so much time I don't want to do with myself I'm also impressed as well Carla that you obviously cooked better for yourself back then than you do now oh 100% 100% um, <laughs> how yeah, many times do I now, have to remind you if, have you eaten now, yet Carla yeah, now I'm self-employed I forget to eat I don't get up until 11 I don't go to bed until 4.30 in the morning I mean you know you've, but this is what I wanted out of you've life definitely, so it's, it's um, you've definitely uh, settled into the uh, freelance lifestyle shall we say let's put it that way that sounds better <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, um, but yes. I'm not denying that I haven't done the same thing, you know, so no. definitely. But. I mean, I would say big things for me, actually, funnily enough, although because my business has been a constant for me for more than a decade. So mm-hmm. I feel like although I've taken my business more seriously, as we talked about earlier, and, and made it more successful and I've gone full time with it, that was massive. Yeah. I would say the big things that have changed for me is um, losing dad. Mm. That, that's been a huge impact that I never expected. I didn't expect in 2021 he wouldn't be here. Um, I've got cats. I never really thought I'd get around to being a pet owner, and now I'm owned by two kittens, and I don't really know how that happened, but I bloody love the little fluffy faces. Um, I've got my home, yes. and again, I live on my own. I never expect, and actually, probably the thing that's changed the most. So, 2012, I think I was in a relationship in 2012, ah. and so I had a long relationship, then I had a gap, then I had a sh- couple of years and then I stopped and then I was like mm, actually I quite like not being in one <laughs> and so for me I would say my my life has grown 
with no offense to to the to the men because they were both lovely i think probably my taking bereavement out of it because grief is shit um if we're looking at positive stuff i would say that that probably learning to be on my own and, and realizing that being on my own is how i live my best life has probably been my biggest change between now and then that is, that's because huge. it's when i don't have a partner that i do my best stuff and build yeah. my business and do stuff like buy houses and yeah that's so impressive. i'm i hadn't really thought of it in those terms actually till you asked but yeah i think that's that's probably my biggest biggest shift and change that's a good one i like that definitely oh, yeah. okay and you, we, we've missed out that you moved countries casually, oh, got married, moved countries. I feel like I talk about it all the time. Continents. <laughs> yeah, but not in this episode. Well, yet, this is true. So. Yeah, I did move. I did. I moved countries. This is true. I mean, I 2012 was. Let me think. So I was already working on the road as a trainee paramedic at that point. I hadn't qualified yet. I think I qualified in 2014. So I was in the middle of my paramedic training when I decided to set up a business, because obviously that's the most sensible time to set up a business, totally obviously. Normal. Yeah, you didn't have too much on your plate at all. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, in, I'm actually in awe because I struggled to find time around a normal full-time job when I knew when I was working. I knew the times I was working every day. Oh, yeah. Well, so, let, let, so actually, let's put it like this then. So I was working at a minimum of four 12-hour shifts a week, whether it was days or nights. Uh, I was also going to uni and having to do all of my uni work as well to train as a paramedic. Um, oh, we also moved house that year as well. So I remember doing. <laughs> I remember I'm amazed that. you got married, to be honest. Oh, and <laughs> planning, did you find time? Planning the wedding as planning well. Planning a wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that was fun, fun times. Fun times. Fun I can. Times. I now understand where all my grey hairs have come from. So <laughs> <laughs> I have more grey hairs now, definitely. Um, definitely. But yeah, it was. I think. Ah, uh, I don't know whether it was. Uh, maybe I feel like back then I was probably much more of a. We'll give it a go, see what happens. Whereas now I'm probably a bit more calculated about these things because I know how hard work it can be. <laughs> oh, see, again, we, we're so similar and so freaking opposite. That's really weird. <laughs> I would say back then I followed... So I had... I mean, Marianne was amazing and she very much encouraged. There's Marianne Cantwell, who we are hoping to have on the podcast at some Fingers point this crossed, year. that'd be amazing. Um, she was actually different from a lot of the mentors and and... and people that I learned from at the time because she did encourage you to create your own like she didn't want to put you in another but she didn't take you out of the working world box and stick you in a self-employment box she wanted you to create your own stuff um but I would say in the early days of my business probably pre-2012 actually but around that time I was still very much like right if I follow this formula and then this and then I do this other thing and set this thing up and get this thing printed and do then I will have a business Uh and now I'm very much more okay what works for me doesn't really matter what a, what a business yeah, looks like what true. works for me and I'm a lot more I go with the flow a lot more um I'll do things that are a bit unusual um I'm currently redesigning my brand um um actually I won't give too much away but uh somebody exactly. did say to me but won't won't they think that you're rescuing and I was like no no because hopefully what you will see this thing and you'll think of me and um oh I know what I you're talking about it's now not I, what, yeah, <laughs> I I don't care that that um I that it's not the done thing yeah I just like that it's mine. Oh, and what, I think I think maybe I didn't explain myself properly then, because what okay. I, as far as that goes, definitely I am well on board. You've with definitely that. lent much more into yourself yes, more recently. Absolutely, yeah. and by that by that sort of definition with how I run the business, yeah. But I think I'm, I'd probably be a lot more um, calculated in thinking 
um, from the business sense of things like having monetary goals and oh okay um, yeah 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 that you makes know planning sense. marketing and you know all, all that kind of stuff which I would never have looked at before so okay that's fair yeah, yeah was, I mean I've always looked at all of that stuff but I feel like I've loosened mm. in that I take stuff and then I take what works for me rather than doing what has worked for somebody else yes. in the hope that it will work do you see what I mean I'll, I'll take the things that and I've learned actually I would say something I've really learned we have touched on this before in that time is to listen to my body mm. listen to my intuition yes. because it tells me things about about the business as well yes. so someone will say oh and why don't you try this whatever it is and I go oh or I go oh definitely not <laughs> and it is a physical reaction but it's 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 really interesting because like there was a lot for a long time you know people would even with jobs and stuff I've had you know interviews that of what I've walked in on the first day of a job and my whole body's gone oh god no yeah and I carried me. on anyway because I haven't really had a choice and I didn't wasn't really listening so I would say that's a big change I think even to the I think that's probably something that you learn um as far as things like whether you decide to work with a particular client or not as well isn't it really I know that's something I've learned over the last even just the last few years whereas before I would have taken taken the work on because all money you know it's 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 an income whereas now I'm much more do I really need to work with this person are they actually going to feel the joy that's a confidence thing as well mm, yes it? definitely I think that's oh, a confidence thing hands down say definitely far more confidence in in how I run yeah. my business now than I ever than I ever was before so uh, yeah. and I mean we, we we will link back to in the show notes we'll link back to our creative confidence episode because we both talked a lot yes. more about how that's changed for us over time yes but I feel like the confidence to know, two bits of confidence actually stand out, to know that I can handle any situation lighting wise, because mm. that used to be my thing that I was like, I don't know if I can call myself a pro, I don't know if I can go pro because actually I can deal with these things, but I can't deal with these other set of things. Yep. Now I know I can deal with most things realistically. Yeah. You know, it might not be my best, most creative work, but it will be good mm-hmm. and, and I can deal with it and I can cope with it and I can create stuff and I, I feel like that's that's a massive thing yes. and that does take time to build that's not something you can acquire overnight or from a book no that no that's just experience, in the field experience. yeah and experience with clients and, and then also like you say knowing which having enough faith in yourself to say no to the stuff that isn't right just following your instincts even though yeah. you still need the money and stuff yes. because actually if you say no to a bad thing you can then say yes to a good exactly. thing exactly but that is something that I wanted to punch people for telling me when I was starting out. <laughs> because, do you, because do you know what? It's easy for people to say that to you because they've already gone through that and they're out the other side yes. of it. And that's the thing. When yes. when you don't realise that until you are out the other side of it yourself yeah. and start thinking. I think it's one of those things you can't really explain, so it's better not to so people don't smack you in the face. <laughs> but did you I never smacked anyone in the face. Say, there you go, that's fine then. No, never. <laughs> but it crossed my mind. <laughs> That's fine. And I think I think actually learning to celebrate is has been really good for me. I think I used yes. to really worry about being smug or being one of yes. those people that is always banging on about how good things are. Or even the guilt, actually, the guilt of being successful. Guilt. Yeah. Is re- I mean um, I had that a lot I mean, last year. Sorry to interrupt you, but No, no, carry on. Last year in particular, especially bearing in mind a lot of my clients were wedding photographers and photographers who unfortunately all in the UK, so you guys were really struggling with the whole mm. year that must not be named. I'm gonna. I'm so gonna trademark. I'm that. gonna call it that. I am. I'm gonna call it that. It's gonna be amazing. Um, and so, obviously, I knew a lot of their businesses were kind of plummeting because they couldn't go out and do work. But my business was actually going from strength to strength, and I felt terrible about that. I felt really guilty about that until I kind of realised. Well, actually, no. I should. I need to still celebrate. The, it, it, the reason it's going well is not because I'm profiting other off of other people's misery or anything like that it's no, because it's because i'm working you've created hard a service. And, yes 
you're working hard, but also you're creating a service that is needed more than ever yes. because of the pandemic. Yeah. And I think, you know, yeah. similarly, I feel I feel similarly dreadful that as soon as lockdown lifts, my business bounces straight back again, mm. um, both with postponed bookings, but also with new bookings. Yeah. I've had not as steady as normal, but I have had touch wood, a reasonably steady stream of, of inquiries and bookings throughout all of this. Mm. And amazing clients have been amazingly flexible as I've been amazingly flexible because we haven't really had a choice, exactly. however frustrating yeah, it yeah. is. But because my work, like your work, helps people to get online, to sell their businesses, to be able to create an income. Yeah. Um, and I did feel, similarly, I felt dreadful because I had no money. And then I felt dreadful when I started making money. And then I was like, oh, for God's sake, you've got to be happy about something. I know. Pick a good thing exactly. to be happy about. Yeah. You know? At the end of the like, day. And you the, can't the be miserable is, for both reasons. So. Well, and the, the thing is, as well, the, the, the more apologetic I was, the amount, of time, the, the amount of times I then heard back, well, no, don't. I, I would hear back from people saying no don't be apologetic about this you should be proud of yeah. oh absolutely you've you should done, be proud. You know. and also it's really nice to hear good news stories yes you know i really enjoyed hearing that not everybody was having a really shit time absolutely. because everybody was having a really shit, shit time, time. Yeah. so it's really nice to hear those little those little pockets <laughs> of goodness and inspiration yeah we? absolutely yeah even just so like, shall we go on. all gone i was just gonna say even things like um uh celebrating like hitting um uh like money goals and things like that you know i hit my I, I for the first time ever set myself a money goal last year and I hit it I think end of October um, amazing and which is extra amazing given the pandemic yeah yeah absolutely so doubly celebrating but that, even more now is that I'm I've managed to then hit it again this month within the first week of January which I was so I was like kind of like flabbergasted and like, how did this happen no it's fantastic <laughs> but it's also I think it's 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 when things start to pay off and there is there is a dose of luck in there you know that you shifted your business early and, like, and at the right time yeah i guess but you I... happen to shift your business more towards writing at the right time because actually if you'd still been reliant on wedding photography for the majority of your income yes it would have been a very different story yeah. so i don't think you should be guilty about that at all no and um, that's the know, thing i do kind it's of... a combination of hard work and luck and and skill and you know doing a good job yeah, because oh, you wouldn't you. continue to get clients if you were shit. So this is a good point. I like your thinking. Let's be honest. I like your Neither thinking. of us would. You know, <laughs> neither of us would. Would we, we? You know, you're only as good as your last client. But when your clients are referring you, that's presumably because you did a pretty yeah. bloody good job. Yeah, that is very true. I mean, um, the thing that I kind of I, I jokingly say to people is that I pivoted before pivoting was a thing because I I did it last year. Uh, uh, Twenty. Oh my god, no, it's not last year. We're in next year now. 20, we're in next year now. Twenty nineteen <laughs> officially. Like mid twenty nineteen yeah. really is when I kind of properly yeah. pivoted so. i i have to say yeah you know you're right you did pivot before pivoting was a word but piv- there are i've never been ahead now. of the curve before i'm quite impressed with myself <laughs> no there are well, and you say you should be um no i there are some words now which as a result of the last 12 months i never want to hear again oh God. pivot being one of them unprecedented oh. pivot um what else there were a few i had the other day and i was just like no i just want to take these out of my vocabulary yeah um and replace them with things like now is the time i hate now is the time i really hate now that phrase so many people I use that said, in emails now. i have said quite a few times um we're living in interesting times that one. because anything that rela- relates fan. to now now being yeah, a particular time but interesting i can cope with a little bit better because it is kind of interesting if not brilliant anyway i tend to refer to this year on. as being either a crap storm craptastic or hellacious is the other words that i tend to use <laughs> i think I think I could go with all of those. All of the above. Is there is there an option D? All of the above. All of the above. It was it basically it's shit. <laughs> 
so let's have a quick um a quick chat about techniques that we use mm. because obviously both of us and it's funny my underneath my my inner voice is going oh you sound like a smug twat Carla. <laughs> um no, and i know no. that i don't but i feel like i do so but i have some tried and tested techniques for when my inner voice is is being a twat weasel uh, we both do frequently. actually, don't we? We both yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I was gonna say I, I have some. I know that you do too. Mm-hmm. So shall we have a quick chat about techniques we have for remembering to celebrate and for reflecting and keeping an eye on what we're doing so that we don't forget the good stuff and we don't just focus on the stressful stuff. Absolutely. And I've had another one that sprung, springs to mind that we didn't write down. So I hope it's not going to upset your rule of three thing going on that you've written not down. Not at all. Carla. Good. It's fine. <laughs> actually, funnily enough, it's one that you taught me. And it's, oh. yeah, she look, she's looking impressed now. Be, be impressed with yourself. But it's, I'm going to wave my little, um, my planner with the really oh, bad ink. Oh, writing things down. But the actual, That's a good one. The actual having the post day planner. So actually I'm not, so I'm using a planner that I have on my desk every day, not to yeah. write down in the morning what I'm going to do, but to write at the end of the day what I have done. And I find that so useful because there are some days I get to the end of the day and go, fucking hell, Sarah, you've done shit all today you've just sat around on your ass staring at social media maybe clicking into your emails and actually that's not the case what you've probably done is sent some emails like done a bit of editing tweaked a gallery updated something changed a word on a website like there's loads of little things and it's interesting i actually taught my mum that over christmas because we realized that um we kept saying to ourselves i haven't really achieved much today Mm -hmm. have we and then we'd look at our emails and be like oh but we did manage to book this appointment order this thing create this one write to this person you know check the christmas card list deal with the cats do that like we and we've done like 10 things yeah. without even really clocking that we've done absolutely them. and yes i have the same people think i'm mad for having two planners but i have a planner no, that was a file of facts I, this I year never for planning what i'm going to do and now i have a separate planner which i buy which has a particular layout that i like for writing it's a day per page so i can just clock everything as i go yeah i think it's one of the best yep. things that you ever taught me actually is it's oh i'm so pleased uh, just because it, it does kind of make you get to the end of the day feeling a sense of achievement you know feeling that yeah. oh, actually you know what i've had a much more and productive day than i ever than i ever thought so I had, so at risk of blowing your mind it's also really interesting when you've done that for more than a year on the trot or oh, then to look back. back and you oh. can see what you were doing oh this i can't time last wait year. for that hang on i might have a little, so i've been doing that to to some extent, I've been doing this. I've got a five-year diary, which I'm not overly consistent at, at writing in, but I love when I go in and I have a look. So I did one between the ages of 25 and 30, and I did one that I started when I went full-time on the 1st of August, so actually on the 31st of July 2018, which was my last day at the day job, and I've just been writing in those. Um, so you have a slot for if you've not come across one. Five-year diaries have um, a day per, a page per date, and then five slots per date so you write them in, in in year order and it means each day when you're writing in you can see what you're doing in the previous year and i bloody love it like mm. it's the best thing it's the best tool i've ever come across i think for seeing your progress it's that comparison, and then, uh, yeah that comparison yeah, what you've been doing yeah and then these i think are like a bigger a, a bigger version of that mm. um and are much more much more personal than freaking facebook memories yes. oh god yeah i mean don't get me wrong i do like a facebook memory when it pops i up like a facebook memory too something yeah. that, especially but when I think it's something is... that you're like oh i'd forgotten all about that actually so. I did have a Facebook memory today. So five years ago today when we're recording, um, rather than when we release, but I feel like it's where was my very first mermaid tail swim <gasps> ever. Wow. So you've been five, a mer- sorry, six not six years ago. Twenty fifteen. An official swimming mermaid for official swimming mermaid for six years wow, today. Wow, impressive. I like it. I might have to look so, up yeah. mine now and see what, what I would be from the See same what day. it is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so the other thing that I have so mine are all about writing stuff down, I think. Writing's but um good. the the other thing that I do is um I have a, a folder on my Dropbox 
easily accessible um called praise and lovely words and it okay. crucially it's in dropbox it can be in drive it can be anywhere as long as you can get at it from your phone and your desktop and your laptop and basically any electronic device because you need to be able to do it on the trot mm-hmm. so you don't have to remember and basically anytime anyone says anything lovely now that could be my mum saying she loves me and she's proud of me it could be one of my friends saying you're really inspiring it could be a christmas card that i take a picture of that someone's daughter has sent me an extra special sparkly unicorn hug it, you know it could be a, a bundle or it could and most often it's it's things to do with my business it's testimonials or it's nice things that people have said or a share of my work with a you know carla took this wonderful photo or whatever it is and it took me a while to get into because it feels very odd to collect good stuff. We naturally collect bad stuff in our Especially head. Especially about yourself and as well. It's almost about a, yourself. like a level of yeah. pride yeah. about you know being too but proud or something. I can tell you, if you screenshot and save every single nice thing that somebody says, that's Facebook comments, that's anything that makes you go, oh, um, it's the best thing when you're feeling shit to oh, go through yeah. and be like, oh, here is hard evidence of all the I am a nice person. things People in my like life. I'm an okay, yeah, I'm an okay person. <laughs> like, I'm not dreadful, um, you know. And actually, you know, sometimes I've struggled this year with feeling a bit like a shit friend because I just have not had the energy levels to keep up with everybody at the same rate that everybody else seemed to be keeping up with. Yeah. Um, because my business took, my business and, and worrying for the health of my um, older members of my family has taken up a massive amount of energy. Um, so it's nice to remind myself that actually, no, I am a really good friend. Mm, just having a blip. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, because it's a pandemic. So yeah, it, it's a really, I can, I can highly, highly recommend that. It feels weird to start with, but it is so lovely when you're having, and not even just when you're having a down day, sometimes when you just want to be lifted yeah. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, really, I that, don't know, that I, I, I have a, it's, I, I have like my folder in my emails for, for um, feedback and testimonials, but I don't actually have anything. So, like, do you like screenshot stuff then and just put the images and stuff? Okay. Literally, just screenshot stuff and save it in. Okay. Yeah, I might have and to get myself one of these as, folders. As, yeah, I mean, one of the things that I've just put in there is um, is the unicorn hug. So, one of my friends um, sent me a Christmas card and said um, her little girl, who is five, who is my spirit animal, she's amazing. Um, but she sent me a. She said, you know, she she sends you an extra special unicorn hug Aww. and a kiss. And I was like, actually, that's amazing because I've only. I've only seen her once this year and she's only five. She could very easily have no idea who I am. Aww. But she's remembered she's remembered Auntie Unicorn and I'm I'm good with that. Yep, so it's good. little it's little tiny things, but it does. But those make are the things that Yeah, exactly. They matter a the things huge that matter. amount then. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that one. And having them all in one place. So having it also means you can then trawl them for test testimonials, but I keep so I have a separate folder for testimonials as well, but I copy the testimonials in. Yeah. So I've got everything in that praise and lovely words folder. It's just one okay. folder for everything. Um, oh, I'm gonna have to set something up like that. Yeah. I think that's really handy to yeah. have definitely ah nice tip there i like that one so i have one about um we 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 recently can we can we talk about a recording that we've already done carla are we allowed it lovely yes we can i want to double check before i start talking we've recently recorded a a fantastic episode with the lovely kate atkin who came to talk to us all about imposter the imposter phenomenon i've since learned um i'm taking my learning and i'm progressing you are Um, and you're using it (laughs) and she actually uh gave us a wonderful piece of advice talking about compare about comparison uh, and she mentioned about how you should actually compare yourself to yourself as opposed to other people, which I think is fabulous. And it actually turns out I have done that before quite frequently. And it's something I see a lot of um, photographers do um, in that they'll take a photograph that they perhaps took a year, five, ten years ago, however long ago when they first started taking photographs and compare it to a similar shot that they've taken very recently and see those differences in like their shooting style, their editing style, and see how much they've grown Ooh. as a photographer. 
I think we touched on this in Verity's podcast episode we? as well and we said about hair yeah oh, about yes we did yes, the hair I and the remember, color yeah, and how yeah. didn't we mm, yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like this and I think you said you said a similar thing and I, I really like it yeah. I like the idea of being able to look back and not compare yourself with someone who's ahead like 10 years ahead of you yes. or as, but compare yourself with yourself yeah. which is definitely so something that Kate how came much you've and, grown and over a certain amount of time you and know. it's actually quite sometimes I I look back and I'm like, oh, I was actually better than I thought, but I'm so much better than Absolutely. that now. Absolutely. And, and sometimes I look back and I'm like, Jesus, what were you thinking? <laughs> what well, are you thinking that you know, day? Yeah, I, so. I think I've used the example before of like some of my first wedding clients. Bless mm-hmm, them. I yeah. love them dearly. However, they keep insisting on and showing And I'm sure they everyone. love your photos. I know, I know. Because I'm they sure. share them. And yeah. they keep sharing these photos and I keep looking at them thinking, oh my God, they're so awful. <laughs> Because I'm but now they are, comparing not, them to actually, what I It's do just now. that you, your technical skills have improved, yes. but you've still captured the love of the day, of and that's what they're looking at because they look for different things than oh, we do, well, don't they? Very I mean, well, true for all creative well work. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. I rescued it. Well, it's fine. I know that I know they wouldn't mind me saying those things anyway because no, I'm just like, that's good. Yeah. oh god, what? in fact, oh no, I meant, I meant, I meant your mood. Oh yeah, no, I actually, I oh, have actually fine. said no, to clients no, before, will you stop sharing them? And they keep going, no, I love them. Ten out of ten for honesty. Do you ever go back and re-edit old photos? I tried, but uh, I feel like uh, I just it doesn't feel right to me to do that. I know some people do, and they try to bring it back up to their current edit, and yeah, because I, I shot don't. so differently back then as well, so it doesn't feel. Uh, there is there is one set I would really like to try that with, but I, most of my old photos I feel are left best left in yeah, the past. Yeah, that, and I yeah. and I'm quite happy to do that. To be honest, it's fine. It's it's what it was at the time. It, I was I realize now I was very much learning at that point. They all knew that when they booked me. So, yeah, it's um, it's just one of those things, really. But the whole comparison thing is, yep. it's, it's, yeah, it's, I think it's so important. Like you say, that whole way you're comparing to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think that's, that's really wise. And actually, I think, um, so obviously the, the, the photography example is a, is an obvious one, mm. but I think actually that works for almost any industry. Yeah, I would imagine so. I, I cannot, work, if I looked at some my done. old writing in comparison to my new stuff, yep. yeah, totally. I mean, okay, maybe any industry except maybe being a paramedic. I think you probably shouldn't go and hunt down old <laughs> patients just to check. <laughs> Good. They might be a bit alarmed. Given um, the age of some of the, uh, the the patients, they're probably all dead now anyway. So yeah. Oh. That's sad. But yeah, so I feel like, yeah, but, but no, I think a long time ago, you know, true, true. Um, from a creative point of view, I think there is always things that you can look at and, um, you know, I mean, even really tiny things like the, the words that I, um, oh, we haven't talked about words for this year, Mm. but the words that I choose every year and I always stamp onto a bracelet every year. I'm amazed at how much neater my stamping is than the previous few years. Um, which is really nice. It's, it's obviously a skill that I'm, you know, in, in enhancing over the years. I think mine so. is um, probably as well, even even something that's not, probably doesn't sound very creative, but looking at like my workflows, my workflows have changed massively, even in just the, mm-hmm. the, the, the two years that I went full time yeah. with my business, you know, how I yeah. gather information from a client now or on board a client. I never used to send a proposal oh, oh. two years ago and now I send these big systems. Fancy, yeah, systems. Systems are going to be a good good thing to look Absolutely. at, actually. That's a, that's a really I, good point I, to um, pick up on. I now send these lovely fancy proposals to, to inquiries, which I never used to do even six months ago. So, yeah, um, no, that's that's an epic. I like that mm, one. That's a really good yeah. one. Yeah. And you, was there awesome. something else you mentioned? Was that, or did we, is that everything? Uh, the last one that we were going to talk about was just, which we've kind of almost touched on, but um, is, so if you're in a job, mm. you generally get an appraisal at least once a you year. You do, yes. And I don't know about you, 
every time I've had an appraisal in a job, my heart has sunk <laughs> because yeah. I've had to come up with things I have done in order and and things I'm going in, in to do or I want and to things do. I'm going yes. to do and the thing that I really struggled with is that so I've worked in both public and private sector and I would say that there is no significant difference between the two except in private sector you can argue for a pay rise more easily yes but in terms yeah. of how they run in my experience they've been exactly the same and you have to justify that you have done the job that they have hired and paid you to do in order to keep the job for another year uh. My logic is, if I wasn't doing the job, you would have noticed in the previous year and sacked me. Or at least in, in, instigated some kind of disciplinary... You know, you, I wouldn't still be there if I wasn't doing the job exactly. that you pay me reasonable amounts of money to do. So I always really struggled with this because I'm, I'm very dreamy, but I can also be quite literal. Mm. And they'd be like, so what have you done? And I was like, well, I did this thing, but then... And my manager would say, oh, but you, could, you should list these four or five things. And I'm like, but if, literally, if I didn't do those things... My job wouldn't exist. That is my job like, description. Why, why would you need me to write that down? That's literally in my job description. Oh, but it's really important that you evidence it. And I'm like, uh, well, the evidence is that I'm still here. <laughs> the evidence is that the website is still up. I, yeah, quite so I really struggle with appraisals. To, to hear that because even from it, it was a very similar perspective, even from the uh, working in the ambulance service as a paramedic. Oh, really? Yeah, you'd have a, an annual, okay. uh, they called it an annual appraisal. Annual review. I'd be surprised if Oh, they did actually, call it an appraisal? Uh, yeah, they called it an appraisal or a review. It went through various okay. different names over the years and it was never, ever really annually. It would be as and when they remembered. Sometimes you might have it once every three months and other times you <laughs> like might have it for like four years. So, Excellent. Yeah, so, and it always made me laugh that they would say, hey, you know, what is it you've done till now? And you'd go, oh, I've turned up for work and I've saved some lives. And they'd, they'd go, well, what do you want to do in the next year? And you'd go, carry on turning up for work, yeah. carrying on being a paramedic Maybe and saving lives. Maybe die uh -huh. while I'm working. Sure, yeah, yeah. these are the things yeah. that I... I, I mean, I, I found it particularly interesting when I was in a marketing team of two, which was private sector, and when I was in a marketing team of one, which was in public sector. As in just you. And they would say... Yes, in just me, and they would say, "And and where, what are your plans? What what are your what's what's what what are your ambitions?" And I'm like, "There isn't really anywhere for me to go. She's going to have to leave or die before I can." I'm going go to, to buy there. a new kettle. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> this is it. Oh no! And then I bought the toaster. Oh, I bought a brand new I toaster, and then I came in the next day, and the toaster was wrapped up with a sign on it, like wrapped in like plastic wrapping and sealed <laughs> with a sign that said "Do not use" with a signature. I have never cracked up so much in all my life. It, that may have been the final straw, though. Had it not been <laughs> like pat tested, Carla. Had it not been pat tested, it was brand new. It was brand new. <laughs> there was a blanket ban on toasters. Um, hilarious. Actually, I have a slightly checkered history with toasters in the workplace. We won't get into that now. <laughs> Um, but yes, so I feel I feel like we are not recommending that kind of appraisal. I mean, actually, my most my most memorable appraisal was the one where I cried for an hour and then got referred for counselling because oh my god, clearly it was that bad. Wow. Like my manager was lovely, but she was like, I think I think what you need is is not an appraisal. I think you maybe need to see occupational health. Mm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think I do. And actually, that was incredibly helpful for for a lot of things that I was struggling with at the time. Um, I mean slightly I feel like now that was quite a long time ago now I think I would have referred myself before I got to the point of crying all over my manager yep. but at the time I wasn't quite as self-aware I wasn't really aware of of the things I could do to help so I just kind of struggled on until someone noticed and thank god she was the kind of person that noticed and said here's a thing you can do that will help rather than getting cross at me. She, so. she was probably more thinking, oh my God, I don't know how to deal with this crying person. Well, I think she, yeah, she definitely wasn't fluffy. So I feel like she was probably, oh God, she's crying, send her to occupational health. <laughs> no, I don't know. But I'm, I'm very grateful for that intervention. Yeah. Um, although I was a bit unimpressed at the time, but I was very grateful now. But we're talking about this, um, uh, this appraisal of your own work, I suppose, yes. isn't it really? So. so I would recommend that you don't, you don't approach it in the same way. You don't try and evidence what you've done to stay alive. Because like, that you know yep. that's if, if you don't do that you're done yep. but maybe look back at the things that 
you have achieved, mm. the things that you have achieved. One of the things actually that I found in 2020 reviewing and planning was looking at, I found looking at my 2020 plans very stressful because I haven't done pretty much anything that's on there. But then when I started to look at the review and started to list what I have done, actually it turns out I achieved a fuck ton last just year. Maybe just maybe not the things, things that already went down, down. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And exactly. So I think that, that process is a really good thing to, to look at because actually... I felt a bit sad mm. on the first day I, I started that process. And by like day three, because I do it in chunks, by day three, I was actually feeling quite buoyant that despite this awful thing that's happened, this horrible pandemic and all the shit, actually, I have still managed to achieve these big things. Some of them were home things, some of them were business things, some of them were life things. Yep. Um, and I think looking at a DIY appraisal as as less of a, well, what are you going to do next? And mm. how? why haven't you done this? And what have you done in order to... More just a, a softer... I don't know, would you agree? Like a, like a gentler... What have you achieved? Absolutely. I Keeping think that's, it positive. Yeah, it's de- for me, it was very much uh, a case of, yes, looking back over the last year to seeing to see what I'd achieved, like how many bookings that I had, um, how much money did I make. It was, you know, those sort of really fundamental things. But also, but measurable yeah, measurable things. things yeah, but also it was looking back and going, hey, you didn't take a day off for nine weeks in that part of the year and you almost you know burnt out and burnt out. and then mm-hmm. look what happened when you start to take weekends off and that's when I realized actually going into 2021 that I needed to for me a big priority then was to actually make sure I took time off um and I think it's yeah it's using those experiences to to learn about how where you're going to take your business forward for the next year isn't it yeah. but also that reviewing process I do it on a almost on a weekly basis as well it sounds really silly but things like I review um my calendar for the week and I review my um my emails for the week because what I do I do this I have this crazy system where I don't read any emails when they first come in they all go into separate different folders um oh she's looking at me with funny face now <laughs> I literally I would just never read them if they didn't go into my inbox oh, but I, I, I do, I'm impressed by the system I have this system where basically I it's like a literally a two second glance do I need to read that right do I need to respond to that right now is this an important document that I don't need to respond to, but I need to keep for a reason? Or is this something that I can read later? And I've got three little folders and I make the decisions. They all go into those or they get deleted. That is it. That's what I do with my emails. So, and then I have a weekly review. The ones that need following up obviously get followed up every day, but the weekly review, I, um, part of that is the guy go into the to read box and I pull out all the information from those emails then and put them in to another for I have a whole nother system that goes on then from that oh point. wow that, that sounds I have all these crazy but it's a weekly review I do every week and from that I actually pull lots of stuff that's content that I can share it's content that I can create stuff from it's um you know it's stuff that I'm learning as well as I'm working it's you know it's all this this kind of stuff. and I do that yeah. every every week too and actually, I think that's a really nice. I think I think I would probably recommend every year, maybe every six months or a quarter, so at bigger intervals. Yes. Actually, dedicating some time, particularly if you're not used to doing yes. it. I think I would I would have time so that you actually put aside a few hours so that you've got that the same way as you would if you were in a job. Yeah. But I think it's especially hard if you're self-employed. And actually, this goes for if you're side hustling or if you're hobbying as well. I think if you are or even if you're planning actually planning a business and you're not you haven't quite launched it yet i think it's really important to give yourself that time to look at it can i wave my um, planner at you then, Carla? sorry you can wave your planner this at me. beautiful Ooh, planner very pretty Isn't that lovely and oh i like that a lot. it's called the power sheets it's called cultivate what matters and this it's a goal planner and one of the things they've built into here after you've done all of your initial 
goals through the year is they do quarterly reviews of those goals as well so goals yeah which i think is really good but i was gonna say although i think those bigger so 90 day goals are something i work with a lot and have done for a long Mm. time um i always have a big six month review and i obviously have my my big sort of end and beginning of year rituals but i think actually looking at it on a month on a weekly basis is a really nice habit to build just for the short term build stuff up to. yeah it's not not just for your, necessarily your big goals but it's just to kind of no, keep but i think i would also yeah i think i probably do i probably do it more monthly actually mm. i'm working much more on a month because i've got so many things going on they just don't all fit into a week yeah. so i've switched back to monthly this year to see if that i still look at my weekly stuff but in terms of looking at have i met goals have i dealt with stuff what i need to achieve what how many bookings i need that kind yes. of stuff i'm definitely looking yeah, on a monthly yeah. basis mm. um and actually that it seems to be working quite i mean okay it's at the time of recording it's 11 days into january so mm, we'll see how, we'll see how this feels right now it's going very well right now it's going really well yeah no but i did start that about september last year actually and it has it has it's just building up that habit me, i think so. of, of, but i think it's, it's habit yeah, yeah mm. it's habit and it's habit of remembering to look back as well as yes, forward i think absolutely. and 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 even looking back and looking back the changes at the, you're not just looking back at the stuff that failed or didn't do very well. You're looking at back at the stuff that was good as well, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, or the stuff that you know you want more of. And actually, just before we finish, we have we have waffled a bit. We've had got some gaps though, haven't we, to fill <laughs> to take out? It's be fine. Yes. Um, I think the thing that I also use, which might be a bit of a wild card one, but I think is relevant to this this talk. Um, if you find yourself feeling jealous, if you have that green eyed monster comes and like hits you over the head try and use that to work out what it is you're not getting mm. or you need or that you're doing that you don't want to be doing anymore like that. or there's usually something that is trying to tell you and i've had a much nicer time of life so i, I have a, a real natural jealous streak which is, has been very annoying <laughs> um but the last i would say six or seven years i've managed to use it much more effectively to tell me what it is i think i'm missing and then i can go and find out whether that's something i think i should is it a should is it an actual want is it something i can create um it's a really interesting little internal gauge. I was going to say a barometer of sorts, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, like a, yeah barometer's a good word for it because it will flare at the weirdest oh. shit. I'll be absolutely fine. And then suddenly I'll look at something and go, ooh. Because it's your subconscious as like, well, oh, isn't it? That's, it's my subconscious yeah. trying to tell me something. Yeah, interesting. And it's not always telling you what you think. It's it's not always saying, I want what that person's got or I want that client that person's got or whatever it's it something is. something really... It's often something else yeah. that is... But it, it yeah you see see what your jealousy is telling you Mm, i would say i'm gonna be a little bit more Mm. in tune with mine i think in future Mm. (laughs) i mean mine isn't destructive but it's it's not being comfortable but it's definitely now i now i'm using it in a better way i I find it i have that little that little sudden flare up and then i'm like oh stop being stop being an idiot go you know just (laughs) Ah, but if i was doing it would you say carla stop being an idiot go away you probably wouldn't would you you probably wouldn't actually say, Carla, stop being an idiot. You might say, stop being a twat weasel, but you probably wouldn't well, call me an idiot. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> twat weasel, definitely. On that On note. That note. <laughs> I think that's the perfect it's time to lovely, end. <laughs> a lovely, rambly uh, intro to the new year. But yeah, so um, just a quick little recap. Um, so we are going to do uh 10 episodes per season we are and three seasons through the year absolutely they'll be coming on a weekly basis whilst we're in the season yes um yes that just made me sound like i was in heat or something i didn't mean i did just think is that quite but i didn't want to highlight it (laughs) 
We're all girls here. We can be I don't care. Maybe we can have seasoning. Maybe we can have seasoning instead. I don't now know. I'm like thinking spicy. about seasoning okay. that you sprinkle on food and stuff. So, yeah, 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 that's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, moving swiftly on. Um, so we have got a really good mix uh, lined up for you of um, us talking about stuff. So we will probably be slightly more focused than we have been today, yes. but we think this was a good way to start. Um, and actually, we would love to hear. Obviously, as always, we would love to hear your stories. Good, bad, weird. We want to hear them. Yes. Um, and we want to get more community yeah, so got, going. I think this this season. Don't definitely, we? we've got definitely. Um, so we've got a mixture of good guests going. We've got on, a mixture of good we? guests. So, yeah, I think it's important. Let's tell people just quickly about the Facebook group that we have. Oh yes, we have a yes. Facebook group called, you know, um, creatively creative reboot. Um, which, you know, we'll make sure we pop in the show notes so that you can come and join and come and talk to us there because I think that would actually be really good for a place for people yeah. to come and talk to us about the um, episodes as well. So Yes, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. And we're open to all feedback, yes. good or bad. Yes. Um, and, yeah, we're really excited to see how this new new way of, new way of running the podcast so works. So we hope that you enjoy we, it. We, the thing is, we've already had a sneaky peek with one of the episodes that we've already recorded and we can't wait to share it, it with really you. It's been really good. We can't wait to share it. Yeah. It'll probably be the next one after it this. It probably so will be. It's going to be yes. really good. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Um, but, yes, so we will see you next episode. Fantastic. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love for you to rate us, review us and subscribe on your favourite podcast app. Five stars, please. Uh, where can people find us online, Sarah? We are on Facebook and Instagram at Creative Reboot Co. And we also have a Facebook group, which we'd love you to join to come and talk to us about the episodes. Just search for Creative Reboot Group. And you can also go to our website, creativereboot.co, where you can subscribe to our mailing list and get in touch with us if you fancy being a guest or if you have topics you want us to talk about. We'll look forward to seeing you there.